You know, I'm believing, I want to tell you that I'm believing, and, and I know that God is moving in the world that we live in. God is moving in our country. God's moving in the world. And I'm just believing that, and, and I have this sense that what we're experiencing this morning is going to become something that we experience all the time. It's going to be growing. And I believe that worship is not going to be three songs and, you know, it, that worship is going to be something where God is just simply continuing to move in worship. We may take a break in our services for the word to be shared. How do we know God wants his word imparted into our hearts? But then worship will continue. And I just believe God's doing something. Amen. Amen. Uh, turning to Bibles to the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4. We're going back there today. I want to ask you a question. question is, how many of you would agree with me if I say our country needs revival? Amen. How many of you would say our country needs a fresh move of God? Yes. Amen? I have this... Uh, this growing burden that I, I really began to recognize, just recently began to recognize this growing burden for children and youth and young families. And uh, as I hear of what's happening today across America in our schools, uh, as I hear about, about families, uh, children that don't have parents being shuffled around from home to home, and, and as I hear of these things, you know, to hear uh, of, of the things taking place and how it affects kids by what they hear on, on uh, social media and on the internet, what's available to kids today, I've just been sensing this growing burden for children, for this next generation, for children, for youth, but for young families. Um, I don't know how familiar you are, but most of us probably are with this woke ideology that is an infection on our society and an infection upon children today. And it's an indoctrination by the world. It's an evil indoctrination that is trying to destroy, trying to destroy people's lives, is trying to destroy families and trying to destroy children. The whole idea, these are the things that are, that are being inf in, infiltrated into our children's hearts and minds uh, today, like critical race theory. And there is this, there is this, Evil that is trying to create a false sense of evil and wrong. And, you know, the Bible tells us that, and it speaks of, of, of in the last days, and it tells us of things that are going to take place. And it says in Isaiah, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. In the last days, there is going to be a sense of, of what is good is being called evil and what is evil is being called good. And we have, to, we have to be so connected to the Spirit of God that we discern those things and the truth of those things. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And we have to know what is being spoken. And, and there needs to be a more and more of a burden for young children who need to be brought up and taught, there needs to be more of a burden for our youth and, and for young families and the struggles they go through. 
Our country needs revival, church. Our country, if you haven't heard that yet, I want to tell you, let this resonate. Our country needs revival. Our country needs a move of God. I don't know if you've been following, how many of you have been following what's been taking place at Asbury University? And put your hands up if you have been following it. So the rest of you, I want you to Google Asbury University, Asbury Revival. I want you to be reading what God is doing, but there is a move of God that I believe. I believe that God is putting on our hearts, and I pray you receive this burden for children and youth and young families, but God is putting a burden on our hearts to cry out to him for, for this, that generation. And his response, we, I believe we're seeing his response take place on college campuses. It's not just Asbury. It's, it's, there is revival that is breaking out in college campuses around this country. And, and it's only been taking place for like a week now. And, but God is moving. And then I hear of God moving in places in Africa and around the world. I'm going to tell you, church, God is moving. God is moving and he moves in response to the burden that we have for the world. Why? Because God has a burden. If you want the heart of God, if you say, God, I want your heart, then you'll have a burden for the world. And I believe in this day and age, we need more of a burden for children and youth, young families, young adults. And I believe God is going to begin to spread. And we have to be ready, church. We have to be ready to be a part of what God is doing. My response when I I see and I read all of these things and I listen to podcasts and reports about what's taking place, and I'm just using Asbury as an example, but Asbury is where it seems to be starting, but it's, it's moving to other college campuses. But the point, when I see that, I say, I say, if there, why not here? Amen. If there, if amongst college kids, why not amongst elementary school and preschool kids? If there, why not here? Why not here in, in our lives and, and, in, and in this community, in our city? Last, um, I don't know how far I'm going to get into my message here today. Uh, <laughs> so I'll just keep talking because these are things God's put on my heart. This last Wednesday, uh, Pastor Chris from Jesus Church. Remember Pastor Chris? Remember we joined them? They invited us to join them for a week of of prayer and fasting in January, along with Thrive Church and Pastor Pete. And this last week, uh, Wednesday, Pastor Chris from Jesus Church just reached out to me and says, the Lord's put it on my heart just to call a presence night. He said, just to simply come together and worship and pray, soak in God's presence and just see what God does. How many of you know sometimes we just got to, we just got to, we've got to seek him. We've got to come after him. Yeah. Just for the idea of what will you do, God? What are you going to do? What are you going to do when, when I press in? What are you going to do? And so they, he called this. He just simply texted a few people in the church. And he, he, he told me, he says, oh, we may have five people. We don't know. He just, this was Wednesday, he said, we well, was calling it for Thursday. He texted a few people, and 
Uh, they, they put it out on social media. They're going to have presence night. And I think about two to 300 people showed up. Amen. And uh, on my way there, on my way there, the Lord was dealing with me in my heart about readiness for revival. I felt like the Lord said, are you ready? Are you ready? And then, so I, I went... I mean, I don't know if you've ever experienced revival, but revival is messy. It's not orderly. Okay? Do you hear me? Yeah. Revival is hard work. It's hard work. Okay? Revival means dropping your schedules, dropping your agendas. God says, there's fire over here. What are you going to do? Listen to me, church. Well, Lord, you know, there, Jesus said, Jesus invited people to follow him. And, and, and some said, well, let me go bury my dead. Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. Come follow me now. You see, revival's a lot like that. We hear it arise, fire break out. The fire of God break out. God's saying, are you coming? Well, let me go finish this first. Let me go to this game or let me go to, I got to go grocery shopping. I got to do this. I got to do that. And we miss it. And we miss it. Anyway, so I, Lord was really dealing with this with my heart. And I, I just went and, and sat and worshiped and prayed. And, and, and I was just talking to the Lord about about that whole thing. about and, and I looked around. I don't know, maybe there's, like I said, two to three hundred people. I don't know how many, there, but there was a lot of people. And what blessed me is young families bringing their kids already in their pajamas. There were kids running around during worship in their pajamas, in their PJs, worshiping in their PJs. <laughs> and I thought, you know, these, ki- these people yesterday didn't know that they were going to be coming out. But they heard about God moving. And they said they dropped everything. Every one of those people have bills to pay. They have jobs to go to. They have demands on their life. And they came to worship. You see, what I believe God wants more than anything is to be first. God wants to be first. That means when he says, here, now, we drop it and go. When he says, hey, I'm here, will you come? When he says, hey, come up hither. It's not like, okay, I will after work. I know we all have jobs. I'm, I'm stretching some of that a little bit, but, but I'm going to tell you, when God calls, are we ready to move? And see, we come out we come out to, when God moves and he calls us to be a part of it, there's an expectation that comes with God saying, come. If you hear the voice of God saying, come, what are you thinking? What's he going to do? What's he got for me? What's he want me to come for? There's expectation rises. Expectation is another word for faith. Faith arises. What's God going to do when we come, when we drop things? 
You see, what's God going to do? That's the question, church. What's God going to do? People show up to revival, not because they, they want to drop everything, but because they have that question, what's God going to do? Are you hearing me? My question for us today as a church, and I believe we're in a place where we're going to begin to experience, the Bible promises, there is, there is a promise in the Bible for revival in the last days. Right, how many would agree with that statement? There is what's called a last day's revival. Now here's the question, and this was the Lord, in, this, in my prayer time this morning, the Lord said, how many of you are gonna be ready for the Lord to come in revival before you're ready for the Lord to come in the rapture? How many of you are gonna be ready for the Lord to come in revival before he comes in the rapture? Most of us say, I'm going to be ready for the rapture when he comes. And man, when the Lord comes, I'm going to be ready. But, but some of us, when he, his Holy Spirit calls us, we're too busy. When his Holy Spirit calls us, we're like, well, I don't know. You know, I think of the story of the ten virgins. You know, ten of them were asleep. Ten had their... Lamps lit, ready to go. They had the fire burning. Where will the church be? When the Lord, not in rapture, but in revival, says, are you coming? Are you hearing me, church? So that's the question I, I have for us today. And it's the question, are we ready? Are we ready to drop our agendas? Are we ready for more of God? I said a couple of weeks ago, if you want more of God, there has to be less of you. Are you hearing me? If you want more of God, there has to be less of you. John the Baptist, John the Baptist said, I must decrease and he must increase. I believe that's a, that's a message in itself for the church today. God, I want more of you. We sing, there's a song we sing. I want more of you. I want more of you. But the only way to get more of God is there to be less of us. Are you hearing me? The message for all of us is, I must decrease. He must increase. When he calls, I must be ready. When I see him, when I hear of him, he must be ready. We must be ready. I've got a message. I'm going to put the message off till next week because I got, <clears throat> I think this is the message for today. Amen. Are we ready? Church, can we get ready? I'm going to ask the worship team, come on back. You just sat down, didn't you? The question is, what you showing me? So good to have my wife here. Oh, 
Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. I know you're all looking at me going, what's going on today? I don't know. I'm telling you. God's moving. God's moving. God's speaking to us. He's speaking to you. He's speaking to me. And that's what we want more of. We want more of God moving. Not just another sermon. Not just another church service. Not just another. What we need, what our country needs, church, is a move of God. It's revival. And revival always starts, it always starts with people, with people with a hunger that want more, that are willing to fall on their face and say, less of me, more of you, God. Less of me, more of you. You know, at at these college campuses, they're beginning to cancel classes. I'm not so sure how, you know, it's not great for education, but it's wonderful because they're saying, we're going to lay down our agendas because God's calling. Church, God's calling. He's calling because I sense it and I believe God's going to begin to cause you to see what the what's taking place in this world as you listen to the news and watch TV and hear about all of the attacks on children in our schools. And I'm not talking physical attacks. There's plenty of those too. But I'm talking about demonic and attacks of evil that is trying to penetrate the hearts and minds of our children to destroy a generation, to ultimately destroy a nation that is supposed to be one nation under God. starts with the people saying, I'm here, Lord. I'm here. Send me. I'm here, Lord. Oh, there's fire over there. I'm going to check it out. There's revival over there. Uh, I'm going to just tell you a story and we're going to close. I got some things I want to just share with you as we are, but years, several years ago, when my uncle was still alive, after my dad had already passed away, I was at his house one day, and, and uh, he, he said, I just want to tell you that, and I, I think it was back in the 40s or something, he said, we'd hear about revival taking place here and there. And he says, your daddy and I, yes, he says, your daddy and I would say, let's go. Let's get in the car and go. And they would get in the car and they would go. And I meant to find it. I couldn't. I I needed time to find it. But I've got a letter from my dad to my grandmother, his mother, that he wrote when they went one time. And And this is back, I think it was 1943, I want to say. But it says, Mama, this presence of God here is so sweet. God is doing things here in people's lives. I wish I had it, I could read it. Maybe I'll find it, maybe next Sunday we'll, I'll share more with you. But I thought about that. You know, God wasn't just for that season. God's for here, for now. 
And I believe He's calling us. He's calling you. He's calling all of us to get ready. To get ready. To prepare. Prepare your minds and your hearts. He's calling. You see... I'm going to ask you just to close your eyes and and we're going to pray in just a minute. And then I'm going to invite you to the altar. But I believe that God's saying this morning, God, when I was driving to over to Jesus Church the other night, what God was saying to me was, Steve, check your heart. Are you ready? Check your heart. What I'm asking you this morning, church, is check your heart. Stop and just say, is my heart ready for a move of God? Is my heart ready to be a part of a move of God that can change a nation? my heart ready this is not going to be through just voting and through better politicians and changes in laws this is a supernatural thing God wants to do because what needs to take place needs to be hearts changed minds changed people's lives transformed Spirit of God is saying to you this morning, to me, get ready. New life, get ready. Get ready. I'm going to invite you. I want to just pick something, play it, sing it. But I'm going to invite you to come to the altar. There's something, I said this in pre-service, there's something that takes place in people's lives as they get out of their seats and they find places at the altar. There's something that takes place. My wife used to always say, well, our lives are altered because we go to the altar. And I'm going to invite you as the worship team plays, I'm going to invite you just to find a place around these altars. Stand, sit, go face down on the carpet if you want. But we're coming today for this. Maybe you need to repent. Revival is all based on repentance. I have to repent because there are times that that I'm just allowing myself to be too busy. You may need to just come and repent. There may be things in your life that you need to lay before God and say, God, I repent of. Change me. So you may come this morning for that. You may come just to pray. And you know how long you pray? Until you're answered. You may come just to worship. You know how long we're supposed to worship? Until the heavens open. I'm telling you, that's revival. How long are we to do what God has told us to do until it's finished? So I'll just go ahead and just let's go to a band and 
let's just worship for a moment. Church, I'm going to ask you to stand, come down, find a place at the altar. You don't have to be nice and do it slow. You can just, you can run to the altar if you want and, and just find a place. God is moving and God is here and all you have to do is respond and say, God, I know you're moving and I've come to meet with you. Lord, I, I pray, Lord, today you would check my heart. Lord, that you would reveal in my heart what you want. God, I pray, Lord, today. Lord, I pray, God, today for a move of your Spirit in me and a move of your Holy Spirit in this church, in this city.